Dipton Butter Program with Cat and Wes. to the dipped in butter program happy friday good morning good evening good whenever you listen to podcasts we don't know why you're here but we're glad you're here it's podcast day baby uh this is the number one uh mixtape podcast on the internet so this is the only podcast can, that can take your two hundred dollars and flip it into two thousand dollars across from me is my guy your guy forever young 89 west no t the motherfucking goddamn glue what's going on my nigga oh you know um i'm actually in the words of uh mac i think i'm just existing today um, in, in real life um i feel like i watched a video that that you know affected my mood a little bit but fuck all of that my nigga across from <laughs> me uh I'm, I'm i'm here in the factory with my guy that's uh, a cat a k with two t's on into that thing catching my cat and crunch.com where you can dip into the cereal shit or on twitch.tv where you can find my man finding himself or youtube slash dipped and butter program or more and most importantly here each and every Friday on the Dipped and Butter program, wherever podcast you listen to, because we are there, my nigga and yours, what's popping? What's going on, my guy? Hey, and today, today is a special day for us, it man. We got a special day. guest on sitting in today, man. So listen, I know like in the past on our uh, <laughs> extra butter <laughs> programs <laughs> and our extra shows, we've done like extensive, uh, what do you call those, introductions for our guests, but I, I got to do a little different here today. Because today our guests are so special, like right. you know how you, you, you know how you got one of them. Uh, you know how you got homies that's like they pass homies, bro. Like I don't play the this is my fake brother game. Like I don't play like this is my brother, but we really not brothers game. But this nigga is my brother, and we're really not brothers. This is a family member we got on the show today, bro. Like not friend of the show, family of the show, right? Family of the show. Right. Like this is one of the niggas that I would legit go to jail for. And I have on record said here several times how scared I am of jail, <laughs> but I go to jail for this nigga, man. On the line today, we got my nigga Reese, AKA Mo J Simpson. What's going on? My oh, guy. Hey. hey man, what's going on, man? You know, uh, Reese here, uh, formerly nigga lips cage. Uh, yes. Nice. Nice. Uh, you know, drunk young Reed, child support. Young child support. I forgot about him. Hard. And uh last but not least, uh Reese Dizzle. Yes. Yes. I'm super My excited nigga. to have Reese here. To be honest with y'all, there is no particular or special reason he is here today versus any other day. But we glad to have him, man. We got a I regular mean, program set up for y'all and it's gonna be a fucking ride. Bro. I mean, he was supposed to kind of show up last week, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you want to talk um, about that? We can talk about I mean, that. We can. You know, over here on the program, we like to, you know, peel the curtain back. Keep, we peel the curtain back included. here. Yeah. Yeah, Listen, yeah. Cause... It wasn't no damn curtain. I just had a trash-ass computer. 
<laughs> computers, computers can be curtains. Computers can be curtains. Like, Reese was one of the guys we were supposed to have on here really kind of like first, like in the first three, really, yeah, right? Yeah, like Reese is high on either. Them. Right. Either Reese didn't have the computer situation set up or on our side, like, I think one of the sweet spots he was supposed to be on the show was when I, my computer was fucked up and it sounded like I was recording from a dinosaur cave for like three years. So that kind of fucked us up. Hey, you know, the time he just was unfortunate. I thought about that the other day, fam. And I meant to text you and I'm glad you just said that again because you were really talking through the monitors for like two weeks. That shit was stressful. <laughs> like, bro, why the fuck? Why does a computer monitor even need a microphone inside of it? Is they, that just for the feds to listen to us? Niggas had like a, a, a five week turbulent ass ride on this goddamn podcast. So it was like Man, while man. he was podcasting, like, did you only see the side of his head because his face was so close to the computer? <laughs> nah, it was a I didn't know. No but yeah. I was talking into the microphone. But the microphone wasn't accepting my voice; it was the monitor accepting it. So and I'm I, thinking I'm good. I don't even want to. But I, was, I don't even want us to get sidetracked. But do you know how much I had to like question myself and my hearing after we, you discovered what the real issue was? Because you know how many man. settings you changed, and I'm like, yep, yep. <laughs> you were yep. telling me to yep. like, as we were testing it, trying to like troubleshoot the problem, and I was testing with with Wes, and he was telling me, well, that's a little bit better. <laughs> Like it made me question. I, I felt like I needed to go back to the doctor and raise my hand with the headphones on on whichever side I was hearing the beep in. Hey, cat. Uh, Fam, in all reality, whoever knows anything though. Hey, cat, to run it back, that's kind of like how it is being in jail when you talk through the glass. Holy shit! Wait, okay. <laughs> wait. All right. I don't have this in the notes, but hold on. Let me write this down. Yeah, right. We have. I didn't even think about the fact that we have. A jailer in the house, bro, a that can jailer. walk us through some of this shit. <laughs> we got to put that on the list for today. We bro. might need to figure out a proper title because, for that. <laughs> first of all, I like the fact that my nigga Reese is on the show because he knows my heart, right? Like, he knows how much I deeply love him, right? Like, mm -hmm. he would never take me saying jailer or making fun of this <laughs> as any kind of slight. Like, but I never even stopped to think, Reese, you got to walk us through, like, what a bad weekend feels like and just getting like put through the regular processing, not like actual doing some serious hard time, but like the inconvenience of getting pulled over without your L's on you and having to stay at night. Mm. We definitely got to get into that on this show today for sure. Um, but kind of going back to like nobody really knowing anything, bro. <laughs> I was our last episode Thanksgiving or no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all yeah. running. It was Thanksgiving, right? So, hey, and that's a, that's I, another thing too. I looked up today, like, damn, we did pot early last week. It felt like it's been early. a long time. It feels like it's been a long break, right? So, fam, uh, not really getting back into the Thanksgiving or anything like that. But I was talking to my family, kind of trying to do the FaceTime thing, like you're supposed to do, try to check in with your relatives around the holidays, <laughs> and. I fucking checked in with my brother, bro. We was doing a FaceTime. And you know how you get to talking with your relatives and just checking in and reminiscing old times. You know the normal vibes and shit, right? I was checking in with my uh, older brother, and we was talking about back when I used to rap and shit. You know, me and you have talked about this on the show several times. You know, everybody know Wes is your favorite unreleased retired rapper. Goddamn right. This is a fact. That's right. And he was talking to me about like, yeah, man, I just never really knew why you put the mic down, man. You should have kept rapping and this, this, this. And he was telling me like how I used to be dope and how our group was dope. And he was like, man, I just always like just spitting. It's like, there's part of you that goes like, I appreciate the like, you know, the acknowledgement. And then there's part of you like, 
are you misremembering this, bro? Like, <laughs> as he was telling me about me, I was like, this nigga got to be talking about somebody else because I wasn't that nice, bro. Like, I'm there's not, no I'm way. not that nice. I swear there's I'm There's no not. way I was that nice. It got me to thinking, too, like, well, was I that nice? And niggas just, like, I just didn't recognize it. But then I, I found the proof in a story that I remembered, like, as I was, like, reminiscing on the shit. And there was a time, like, y'all remember when going downtown in Columbus for the red, white, and boom was the shit, like, around 4th of July weekend and all of that Absolutely. shit? Absolutely. Like, it would be, like, thousands upon thousands of people downtown to never really look up at the sky just to, like, <laughs> mingle and get in the for fights sure. and step on each other's shoes, right? Like, that's, that's what, what we went down That's there. what the boom was for, okay? The boom was to go down there and white Air Force One, Fresh white Air One, a nigga to fuck them up. Like, the, you... The fresh boys, and that was the whole reason for you to fight because the nigga got them dirty. Because the nigga... Yeah, and it, I remember literally going down there some years and never looking up at the sky to see actual fireworks because you're always with a group of five other niggas and y'all are always walking, so you can't look up because if you look up, by the time you look back for your crew, they are gone and now you're lost. So that never, you know, you never want to be that guy. But I remember one year when we was trying to be rappers, bro, we had set up a performance that was supposed to start literally after the boom ended. And it was downtown, bro. Like we had rented out a space downtown to do a performance the hour after the fireworks ended. So our thought was, as niggas is dispersing the boom with all their best clothes on, trying to holler at bitches, this will be the perfect setup, right? Like, as they're trying to look for something to get into, hey, we got the club popping, we're going to perform, and the party can keep going all night, right? Fan, when I tell you we set this up, paid for it, got our new clothes and everything, we rehearsed for two weeks, all of that shit, <laughs> set list, everything. Fam, I don't, I'm not exaggerating when I tell you not one person walked into the venue. <laughs> not, not one person walked into the venue. Like I remember us sitting outside the venue, like on like the concrete bricks and literally trying to convince people to walk inside and nobody in, please walk in. It's free. Damn, not one person came and checked this out. Like that's, you gotta be, you're sorry. Right. Like, at that point, you gotta realize you're coming. like the us. What do you mean? Like to get people to come yeah, in? It had to be somebody convincing, bro. Well, we had flyers. We thought flyers would do it. So we was passing out flyers. Y'all was, y'all was just ahead of y'all's times, fam. Y'all was thinking too smart, like downtown, downtown. We just going to uh -huh. catch the crowd while they down there. And where do you think we went wrong? Was it that we were whack or do you think it was a whack idea? It still to me don't sound like a whack idea. Niggas only went downtown that night to fight, bro. They wasn't going downtown to hear hip hop. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Especially not local hip hop. No, hell no. You were fuck about these niggas. Who the fuck are the lyrical assassins? I don't want to see. You don't want to hear none of this lyrical miracle bullshit. <laughs> Bro, y'all never had no moments like that where you thought you had an idea that was just like legit no way it couldn't pop off. And the shit just did not pop off, bro. <laughs> am I the only one? I'll stand out here alone if I am, bro. But that's just thinking about that shit was know, funny. I'm trying to recall. If I, I, mean, if I find one, I, I, I'll tell you before the end. Niggas kind of had a similar story. Uh, it, it wasn't really behind no, um, it wasn't like surrounding a boomer, you know, trying to be a str strategic marketer or anything, but it was definitely a situation where niggas had a show. Um, and like it was at Scully's and like 
but like it's it's weird. Any <laughs> you know, if you if you have a show at Scully's in in the daytime on a Sunday, it's probably really not a thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I for sure. trouble your story, but we we bombed at Scully's. You had a yeah, I mean, we didn't. We <laughs> yeah. We, <laughs> we, <laughs> We had a matinee at Scully's for sure on a Sunday, but you know it can be deceiving. When we pulled up Scully's, nigga, the lot was kind of alright. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, you know, this what might I'm be lit. man. When that motherfucker, it was basically me and the niggas I came with. Um, that was basically they. They ended up being the art. Like it was so whack. <clears throat> we was. Niggas that we came with that wasn't on the bill ended up being on the bill. Like, <laughs> you gotta fill it up. You gotta, if, if it takes for me to offer these niggas stage time like, to get them to come in here, you got, then maybe you gotta let them open you, up. Are you got some, are you, are you rap too? Come on, fam. Plug up. You take, plug up. You got the instrumentals on you? Yeah, let's niggas get it. pulling lyrics out their pocket. <laughs> Bro, listen. Now, I'm saying this and we having a good laugh, but I honestly do think that I feel like everybody should have some sort of rap experience growing up because it will teach you some life lessons. Like it will humble you. It will give you great self-awareness, bro. Like I feel like everybody should at least try to be a rapper at some point of their high school life, bro. Cause you got to get that. Re- you got to get that rejection in you. Like you got to have somebody pull you down and like show you like, bro, you're not that tight. I mean, it's so weird. Like niggas, Rapping is a weird thing, period. But rapping in your city is weird. But like niggas just don't support niggas when they first start rapping, bro. Like, no, you gotta be like, you gotta be one of the immaculate like type of niggas for niggas to really be like, all right, I fuck with you because you can actually like it. it Take niggas a long time to get it. That's why. That's why you know the city and the world that we live in is the way that it is. Like niggas don't fuck with you until you on. Like, and and never get it confused out there. If any fourteen year old is listening to this and we look at the pie chart, we know there are none. (laughs) But if y'all happen to stumble on this show fam just know that rapping will never get you popular you have to be popular and then rap <laughs> for niggas to listen to you bro nobody's yeah. gonna listen to you, you can't, because yeah. you're tight yeah you can't it's not, not be popular and then start rapping trying to gain the popularity that's not gonna work yeah I tried that's I tried crazy. to rap and join but I could never make a song I was a feature it's artist hard. it is yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just hit me up and I'm going to destroy your life. Yeah, hey, I got, I got, I, listen, hey. out of all the raps I've ever wrote, none of them could be put together to make a song. There, <laughs> so you tell me. like seven way different rhymes that could never possibly go together. Oh, wait, I'm only laughing because of the trueness of it all. Because right, nah, you can have 72 different 16s, and none of these none of these motherfuckers go together, fam. I ain't telling none of this thing. I ain't telling nothing that link up to the next goddamn verse or nothing. No. Okay, so before I ask this question, I want y'all to know that I would never put y'all on the spot like this. But I just want to ask the shell of the question: Do either of y'all remember the first rap y'all ever wrote? You don't have to say it, but do y'all remember it? I remember pieces of the first rap that I wrote. I don't remember the whole first one. You remember yours, Reese? You don't got to say it, bro. I no, I don't remember it, but I'm almost 100% sure Biz has it in my rap book, scrapbook. Shout out to Biz, man. Biz is actually a good rapper who is also popular. I want to get him on the show one day. I think like, he has the uh, the rap book, scrapbook that uh, I used to have over his crib where we used to sit and try to rap. I was like, man, man this nigga is good. He has like eight songs. I had a whole. You know how hard I had a whole composition notepad of nothing. Nah, that's that's uh, half pages. 
that's that's honest as hell because I I have the same like it's like Cass said like you said it's hard to write songs for real for it real is. so like I have to be in the mood to really like write a whole I got to be in the moment to get a whole song out but I'm like I'm a group artist fam like me and my nigga rap together so it's easy I'll, for me I'll to all kick in. man it's easy it's really just because I, I hate more than two niggas on a song for real for real so like me and another nigga can split the shit out of a song and we can figure <laughs> this shit out. Fam, because what what a lot of people that that aren't used to or have never written music don't understand is like it takes a certain level of focus. Like, have you ever thought like has people that don't write songs don't realize you got to be thinking about this song and how it's going to turn out for days upon weeks. Like niggas don't focus on one thing that long, bro. Like I don't think about the PlayStation that long. Let alone a fucking song that I'm never going to see a dime from. Like, bro, it is hard. Unless the the mood just hits you and, like, you ever wrote some shit where the song is just writing itself mm-hmm. and it's just coming through you. Like, damn, nigga, these bars is just coming out. Yeah. I don't got enough paper. <laughs> Unless you're in that mode, bro, writing songs is fucking out. Yeah, nah, yeah it, it, it's trash. That's why these rappers do a lot of drugs, man, because that's when it just flow out of you. If you just want to sit down, like, that's why I ain't made a song in a long time, fam. Like, I just smoke a lot of weed, but, like, I don't do enough drugs that really just, like, now and i got kids and shit man it's hard to it's make hard kids to when you gotta tell kids to shut up or get out like man, we, we gotta take some time and, we gotta take some time and split a mixtape down the middle and get them niggas the, nah, the dipped got, in butter we EP. gotta hit them with a four pack or something fam a four pack would be good i think yeah. i can we, gotta, we gotta hit them with a stick of butter <laughs> i like it i like it uh speak speaking of splitting up and failures i that that'll get us to our first actual topic of the day you ready let's do it it finally happened, bro. What happened? We're finally here. We've been waiting to get here for at least what two years now. Okay. Complex and everyday struggle. Oh, it's a wrap. Finally, the fuck out of here. It's a wrap. They will be record. They will be putting out their last episode here in December. Uh, and of course, your man's DJ Academics had to go out there and let everybody know why their super successful show is finally wrapping up. You know, he's not going to tell the truth. As to how their viewership has been slowly declining since Joe Budden left. Slow. But, I thought it was dead. Slowly declining. It should have been wherever it was at right now is where it probably sat. Like whatever it, it been, is. It's been stagnant, bro. And I, I've tried to go back there just to see what they talking about a couple I, times. I can't it's even. So wild. I can't even catch a clip, bro. Like it don't even come across my joints no more. He, he's whack. And honestly, like it's going to sound whack to be speaking into a microphone on a recorded show to ill to like. Wish ill on another nigga, but DJ Academics deserves this, bro. I'm sorry. Like, we come here to tell the truth, but that nigga needs to be fired from several things, bro. Like, he's irresponsible for one. He's not talented for two. And the nigga is lame for three. Like, and I feel like him hitching his train to the Takashi 6ix9ine saga, you know what I mean? In the way that he did and has continued to do. Because don't get me wrong, Ak ain't the only nigga to be wrong about 6ix9ine. Shit, I was wrong about him. But the nigga just continued to ride the way for whatever clicks he could get or whatever fake clout he could get. And you got to go down with that train, fam. Like, and now he wants to blame it on, uh, the reason why I even wrote it down to talk about it is he's blaming it on Freddie Gibbs <laughs> and Chrissy Teigen. That's weird. That's what I want to talk about. Like, why is he saying that this is Freddie Gibbs and Chrissy Teigen's fault? Because he got drunk on his Twitch a couple times and said some dumb shit. Well, yeah, nah, I mean, Complex is Complex, but Complex got somebody to answer to as well, like, and I'm surprised it didn't happen in the moment, but, like, that whole, I honestly, like, haven't paid Everyday Struggle a lick of attention since Joe left that show, Um, 
who who's the other host now? Wayno. Wayno, yeah. I, I guess he's also equally as boring. Never watched the episode. Yeah, like Wayno reminds me of like a real gangster. Like um, I, when I see Wayno, I'm like, why are you on the TV? Like, this what is, you doing there? Yeah, this yeah. is weird. Why? You, yeah, why are you talking to him? Like, same thing for Joe, but like it made sense for Joe because Joe was just transparent about everything. Like Wayno, it looks weird. Um, and after losing Joe, their best bet I thought was to just try to pay Star whatever he asked for. Right, right, right. But Star <clears throat> but, uh, Star hated academics, and you already saw how that mm-hmm. went when it went how it went. So Star hated academics, and Nadeska hated Star, so that would never work. Yeah, that that never would have worked. But he did tell Nadeska that he wanted to jack off on her leg, and in these day and times, I don't think that that relationship could ever work. Yeah. Did you not know he said that? No, nah, I, I did. You just reminded me that he said that. And I can't, can't say that. I can't time. believe it got swept under the rug is what I feel like now at this point. Well, they swept his ass to YouTube. So he, he <laughs> he's not going to get off YouTube anytime soon, bro. Like he's going to be trapped there forever. And that's my nigga. Like, don't get it twisted. I fuck with Star Heavy, but he will never be on a like, uh, Star, a major publication. Star is cool, man. It's something. It's something about niggas who act like him that ain't. You know, it, it's niggas who act like him that you know are um who still have a level of humbleness to him. Star don't seem like he got no humbleness to him, man. No, like, and that's kind of what I like about him. To be honest, with I you. mean, and that's cool. But like, Star seems a whole lot like a. Uh, I'm a. I'm gonna get the niggas around me to do it, and I. I just punch Star in the face. I don't really. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't got time to really be going to get my homies or none of that shit. Yeah, yeah. I thought the whole shit was interesting, though. Like, <clears throat> to have a show that's been, like, on the ropes and probably should have been knocked out a long time ago, to be, like, in the slow death phase for this long, I just thought was super interesting. And I don't know anybody that continued to fuck with that show. Like, I really honestly feel like they were buying viewership. Like, yeah, I, I feel like Bots was watching that I shit. Did, I yeah, know. I didn't even see no clips come from the show no more. Like, I didn't see no hot takes or... No, yeah, no, you no know you're making a little or no sensational nothing out of that motherfucker. Right, not, right. Because you know you're making some noise in this game. If if Breakfast Club pick up a soundbite or some crazy shit that happened on the show one time, it ain't been shit of that since Joe threw the mic at Quavo. Like, <laughs> none of that has popped off. <laughs> so I don't know. This is super interesting to me. Uh, speaking of humble man, on to the next shit. I, I know I want to get both of y'all's thoughts on this. Uh, did you see what Young Thug said on uh, T.I.'s podcast recently? No, oh my God. I want to let, let me just say this before we get there. I want to stop yeah. talking about T.I. so bad. Okay, well, we, I, we can definitely, I feel like we can swivel and stay away from T.I. I mean, I know, but Jesus Christ, I'm tired I of him. I to say where the source was from, but yeah, I am tired. Yeah. I want him to go I can, away. I can hear the yeah. pain in your voice is authentic. Yeah. 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 I'm sick this is really more about talking about. About Thug and, and Andre. Yeah, and I know. I feel, I, and yes, I did yeah. hear. I, 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 I heard. It too. Yeah, I heard. So f- for the audience of those of y'all that might not have picked it up so far or any other podcast or any other publication, uh, Young Thug was on T.I.'s uh, Expeditiously podcast and T.I. just brought up 3K and as to why Young Thug and Andre 3000 haven't had any musical collaborations together and why they should and Young Thug went on to express himself and basically saying, and I paraphrase how he really don't fuck with Andre 3000 like that. He said that he couldn't rap to you, not to Andre 3000 songs. And part of the reason why is in any instances where he's tried to reach out to Andre 3000, like he gets sent to Andre's like secretary and publicist and shit. And basically he boiled it down once T.I. finally got to got him to explain why he doesn't covet Andre 3000, the way the rest of the culture does is he was like, look, Andre like his ass kissed. 
he want everybody to look up to him and he don't like to kiss ass. He said, uh, Elton John, on the other hand, likes to kiss ass. He'll come in a room and tell you how he's a fan of your music and what's up with you and rap lyrics to your songs. But Andre 3000 wants to have his ass kissed. And I want to know from y'all, like, what do y'all think about Young Thug and his attitude towards Andre 3000 mainly? So did the uh, I want to ask because I watched the clip and maybe I missed it. Did he specifically say that he reached out to Andre and like he's gotten the the thirty niggas third person? He alluded shit? to that. He alluded to that. I, he didn't say specifically, but he said around and, about. And like I that. and I want and I want to negate that, but it's it also made me like think about it a little deeper because I want I want to say that can't be true because this nigga Andre walks around Atlanta with a flute like, and he walks around downtown Manhattan just by himself and like doing laundry. But, and I, yeah, like doing doing random shit, and I guess that's cool. But like, may, maybe a piece of it is like, I am Andre three thousand. I know somebody's gonna recognize me. So like, may, maybe that's a part of the ass kiss of shit. You know, he might got a point there. But even still, so what, nigga? It's Andre three thousand. He deserves it. Like, and I don't, you know, I, I feel kind of the same way. You know, kind of with I, I, I sensed a little hurt there. I do too. Yeah, I, I do too. I, I, I sense a little I hurt there because because we've seen Thug behave this way before with like Wayne and Future. Yeah, who he's, both, who he's cool with both of them now. That's, but we've seen him be salty that's, before, and that's it always the, looks like this. that's the natural way to act when you want to, you know, fuck with somebody and they ain't fucking with you like how you want to fuck with them. Because like, and even like, I like I like Ti's genuine expression though when he said it. He was like, "You missing out? Like, yeah. <laughs> like what like the fuck you too. mean? You ain't That's never the best heard. way to put it. You're, yeah. yeah, there was no other oh, words to say. You're missing out, bro. Like, and it it not more than anything. It sounded like a lie. Like, like I say, it sounded like there was some hurt in there. Like you say, nigga, you heard goddamn international players anthem. You've heard sorry, Miss Jackson. You've heard Rosa Parks. Like, see, in all honesty, part of me believes it, and part of me don't. Part, like, part I'm, of me believes I'm there. Lie, and part of me don't. Because we all, me and you, we Thug fans. I don't know, Reese, where you stand with Thug, if you're a big Thug fan or not. But, like, Thug and his approach to music in general, to me, sounds like I don't really listen to other niggas because it would be impossible for me to be this different right. if I gave a fuck what other niggas was doing. Right. And what was and what was T.I.'s question again? Like, was he a fan of Andre 3000? Or? He basically was asking why we haven't gotten any collabs from oh, Bro, listen. Oh, yeah. Listen that's, that, yeah, that, that triggered an emotion. Thug just didn't become 30. Like, he didn't be born and be 30. Like, the nigga grew up. He knows who Andre 3000 is, bro. <laughs> I like being born at 30. <laughs> the nigga, right, now, he's lying through his teeth, bro. He's lying through his teeth. He knows Andre okay. 3000. Do you, do, you think he was, do you think his main point, though, was like, sure, he lied and said he never heard an outcast song or he couldn't <laughs> rap to you two songs. But do you think his point was more so like, don't try to run with that nigga was an influence to me because he ain't? Because I feel like that was more yeah. of he was trying to be defensive and say, I see where y'all niggas is going with this. Don't even try it. I'm not one of his kids inadvertent and, and children. I, think it, I feel like that. It feel like, it feel like he feel like when you see a rapper on the street and you just come up and try to rap for him, they'd be like, nah, G. That's how he felt what he called and he couldn't get Andre direct. Right. Like, and he got the secretary. Like, nah, but G. Like, I mean, let's, I'm, look, I got a Grammy, right. nigga. Let's, let's break that piece down to like, do we really feel like Thug is an apple off of the Andre 3000 tree? He wears dresses. You asking around? I'm going to say yes, and you know I love Thug. And me saying yes, I feel like it's disrespectful to Thug somehow. But yes, 
Yes, because I'm with y'all. Like, I feel like there's no way you grew up and you wasn't born 30 and you ain't never heard an outcast song that made you tap your toe. It's impossible. So do we... And you're from we, Atlanta. Would we make him more of a, a three stacks kid or a future kid though? And I think that's where the division is I think coming he's probably from. Probably more of a future kid. And I think that's where the division is coming from. Like, because has anybody ever said that about future? That he's the apple off of Andre three thousand tree? I've never heard people of it. To, people have tried to make that uh connection. Well, I guess the dungeon I guess the dungeon family shit that can kinda so maybe if you want to drop him in that lineage, but I think you kinda gotta give Thug to to future and you know, maybe Andre the grandfather of that shit for real, for real, but you know what I took away from it though? Like, Thug kind of got this issue with Andre as it stands right now. And again, we've seen Thug be mad as fucking niggas. And then six months later, we get a whole joint album. <laughs> True. We know how Thug gets emotional. And that's part of why I like Thug. Like, I never want to come off on this mic and act like I'm sounding like I'm hating on Thug because Thug is one of my favorite artists, hands down. But I do feel like his attitude towards this situation, whether he's lying through his teeth or not, it's part of what makes Thug special and part of what I think it's a situation where Thug and Andre are so much alike. That's probably why they don't get along. I know Andre ain't never publicly said he don't like Thug, but there's a reason you ain't picking up the calls. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I think, it might. I think the reason why they, I think the fact that they're so alike is the reason why they bump heads because you got to think Andre is the same nigga that got up on the source awards. Uh, podium and said, the South got something to say, basically fuck all the East and West coast, whatever y'all talking about. Y'all need to pay attention to me. And I feel like Thug kind of got the same attitude. Like, I feel like Thug's approach has always been, fuck what y'all talking about. I'm better than everybody. Like, I mean, now, I don't, Oprah at this. I don't know. I think we got, I mean, I, I hear all of that. I think we got to give some credit to Three Stacks, though, because I think he's been kind of adamant in the place that he's in right now. So I don't, I don't think reaching out to, to him, whether it be personally or through his manager for a feature just on a Tuesday is going to work, period. Yeah, you got to build a relationship with, with Dre. I, I really, you, you, got, off. you got to build a relationship. And then I really think you got to catch that nigga on a day he's in the studio. Like you're not, you're not calling that nigga and he's going to the studio to drop your verse and then get out of there that day. Let, let's dig into that a little bit though. Like off of the thug shit a little bit, like artists that are that way, right? Like you got to be special to get me to get off my ass and go put these headphones on and say words into a microphone for you. Mm -hmm. It, this conversation makes me think about uh, what's been going on with Two Chains and his poor soul, poor unfortunate soul. I meant, like, to, I ask, I meant to ask you this last week too. Come on, with I want to hug Two Chains, bro, because you can see He's you can hurt. see the pain in him for not getting a whole verse. Like He's he hurt. really wants a Jay Z verse, and Jay Z will just not give it to that. I nigga. don't. I don't think that. Okay, so let's just ask the broad question first. Let me figure this out. Do you think Two Chains deserves a Jay Z verse? I do. You see how I said it? I want it to be clear. I do. I don't think it should be debatable. I do also. I think, think Jay-Z... Here's why, though. <laughs> I love your face right now. Wes is looking at me to like, you better explain yourself. And this is why we got a podcast together. Because I do feel like you're right. I should have to explain myself. <laughs> and here's why I will, okay? I feel like 2 Chains deserves a Jay-Z verse for a couple of reasons. One being... I feel like Two Chains is an excellent rapper. I, I don't think he has a classic. I think he has some albums that borderline classic, like Lil Wayne. I agree. But he is a great rapper. And secondly, if you look at some of the niggas that Jay Z gives features to on a regular, Two Chains better than a lot of them niggas that Jay Z fucks with. Let's keep it funky. Who's, 
Jeezy gets regular Jay-Z features. But Two Chains is better than right. Jeezy. He might not be as historical though. So maybe that's what it is. I don't see. I think I think Two Chains still has, and let me say it, because I'm pl- I'm playing devil's advocate right now. At this juncture right now on the podcast, I do believe Two Chains should have a whole verse. Before now, I didn't think so. I ain't even gonna be too like <laughs> Okay. And I and the only reason I'm gonna say no, which is me playing both sides right now, is because I think Two Chains still has the opportunity to fumble the ball on it, but I don't think so because I think that'll be when we get the best two chains verse we will ever hear in our I life. He, so he's not gonna have a choice. Two chains would literally but, put pen to paper on. See, that. he's really he's really hurt this time because he overthought it. With the with, with the south with side sample, with the, with the, with the sample a, and the name. Didn't Jay Z give Slim Thug a verse? See what I'm saying? Like Jay Z has he's throwing around some willy nillies, man. I, I mean, but like, if, he's taught some willy nilly. Hey, TV land, man. Times change. You can't blame a nigga for what was going on in the past. Like Slim Thug, yeah. Slim Thug probably deserved the right. verse. In the, in the moment, moment for it probably sure. felt like, yeah. so, but again, like I, I think he went overkill with the with you. Hove is never rapping on a sample he already rapped on. You never getting him to do uh, that one. I, I think Hove probably thought that was corny. Definitely, and I, and I'm not mad at him for thinking like me rapping on a song called Southside Hove is a little too on the nose, and it sounds like a reach, and I don't want to do it. But I feel like if it was somebody that. Hove loved and adored more. He would have just sucked it up and did it. You think if Jeezy like comes, you, think, that, you that, think if Jeezy comes with that, Jeezy, no, just because they've done it so many times. If it's Ross, they've done so many collabs. I think he could turn down a collab from them. I think, but that's what I'm saying. Like anytime, anytime Hove get with them, fam, like those are like god level features. From you know, what I'm saying the songs are top tier. Like. I think if Drake rings the phone and says, I got this song called Ho from the Six, I think he does it. He's doing it. He's fucking doing it. He's absolutely doing it. He's you doing should it. think 2 Chains deserves a whole verse, bro? Uh, Yeah. 2 Chains been good for a, a very, very long time. And like you said, uh, who said the fumble? I don't think Chains fumble much. I don't, I nah, I I don't, I'm saying I feel I feel like he has the opportunity to, because it'd be some songs that you'd be listening to change you'd be like all right I ain't there yeah sometimes it's like okay you're trying to make a concept happen on this song and it yeah didn't I'm not and then like sometimes if you do like he did better on this album as far as kind of like storytelling but a lot of times two chains ain't really telling no story he just really good at rapping. Like, yeah, he's good at put, putting bars together and saying stuff. But like, like I said on this last one, this Tony joint, like he actually kind of telling some some joints and really getting into it. It, it sounds really good together. But he do got a lot he of got new a, music. Like, oh yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. yeah. Friday night, of, night I'm out. Lot. Let me throw some chains that's on. That's what I'm saying. Like, it, it, and, and even those songs, you know that that are that are hits have a potential to hit or miss with you in any given moment. Like, you don't want to hear goddamn, it's your birthday. It's your, you don't want to hear that shit right now. Like that's not gonna do nothing. Nah, for you I right mean, now, my birthday man. is in May. See what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> so so this is part of the reason why I love doing this podcast with you, though, Wes. Like as we're talking through it, you're like, okay, I feel like Two Chains deserves a, a whole verse. Now I'm on the other side again. Now I think he doesn't. You know why I think Two Chains shouldn't have a whole verse? I'm completely flipping. Uh, Fuck my opinion. Listen, I love it. You know why Two Chains shouldn't have one? Because Royce the Five Nine don't have. One. Uh, Royce need one before change. Fuck that. I think Jay Z 
I don't think he'd get on songs. You don't want the Royce Hove song? I don't think he would get on a song where he would seemingly get demolished. That part, I don't think Hove is getting on a song with Royce. very conscious of getting, he don't like to get creamed on songs. I think, uh, yeah. Ew. I think he I think he missed uh I think Royce might have missed it on the he should have got him on the on the album before the last one, not the allegory. Book of Ryan. He should have yeah. got Hove on Book of Ryan. I think that would have been perfect. Right right in time, like four forty four timing and all of that shit. And especially what he was talking about, I think it would have worked. I think he might have missed his window. And it would have been I a agree. good it would have been a good surprise. Like I and, and you know, Gangster Royce ain't looking for that shit. He ain't asking for that shit. <laughs> I think Maul trying to make that happen more so than Royce. True, true, true. Maul wants that. Royce don't give a fuck about none of that shit. While we on rap and just to get the rap segment out the way, real quick question for you guys, and we don't have to spend no time on this at all. It can be a quick uh, answer if y'all want. Who y'all think got the better flow or cadence between Ross and Benny the Butcher? I'm going Ross. Cadence and flow only, not lyrics. That's what I'm trying to catalog. See. I'm trying to run yeah. it. The way they ride the beat pause. All right. Let's mm. who got the best cadence and flow right. between Ross and Benny? I'm, I'm going Ross. It. I'm going Benny. I think I'm going Ross. Too. I'm going Benny. Ross Ross has a tendency to slowly get into that pocket sometimes when it's awkward. Sure, it still be off beat sometimes. You'd be like, "Why did man Benny getting right to it? Benny getting right to that K. He getting right in pocket. Ross, Ross is gonna try some shit and he gonna slide in the pocket. Like you got to be like, what? What are you doing? Why did you try that? Because I meant to say this, bro. I do not like. I don't. Did you ever listen to Ti's album? No, I won't. Okay, well, don't. Well, you don't have to. But the the verse, the verse, the verse that he got on that, I don't like it. I don't I don't really? like I don't like the Ross verse on that. It's out of his pocket? Yeah. I don't even know I don't even really know if I like the um the the, the new Jeezy Ross verse. It's kind of it's a different pocket for Ross and it's one of those he kind of slides into it, you know what I'm saying? But See, that's the thing cuz when he hit that niche, he but, kills it. But, but to, when he's off, he's off. But to my point, the verse that he put on Benny's album <laughs> Chef's Kiss. Chef's Kiss. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Huh, I don't know. I don't know why I wrote that down. I wanted to get both of y'all on that because I know Reese. I know you fuck with Benny take, super heavy. I would take I a joint. I would take a joint project, man. Even with the the album cover you being more, the, the, you want five to six songs with man, Benny and Ross. Make the album cover the wheelchair photo. That's a lot of flow. That's a lot of That's flow. That's a lot of flow. I think we. I think we get a really good Ross. Yeah. I don't. I don't think. I don't think the culture of hip hop and as much arguing as we do in hip hop over top fives and who's better than who and who watched who on whose song. I don't feel like we talk enough about flow, consistent cadence and niggas that get in that pocket and stay there. You know what I'm saying? Like we don't, I, we don't I talk do. I'm sorry. I'm laughing. This nigga Reese looked like a linebackers coach. Reese, you are. <laughs> Reese. <laughs> Reese. I, bro, we didn't bring you here for that, man. I didn't even say it, bro. I'm about to go I put on a jacket, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, nah, yeah. You look like your line, your, your linebackers will go harder to pay interceptions and sacks only. Dog. Hey, oh, so I, I, I got a dippable uh, topic on the list, too, okay. uh, here that I definitely wanted to bring to your desk. I don't know if you saw this. I feel like you might not have, but we got to talk about this, bro. As the number one uh, Rihanna poster podcast on the internet. We got to talk about Rihanna's late latest news. Did you catch any Rihanna news this I'm week? I'm not, and I'm interested. I've heard a little. I'm glad you did. Fam. 
Rihanna is officially, unofficially off the market. Mm, Guess mm, who got her? mm, Guess mm, who mm. motherfucking got her? That pretty mother flocko. Pretty mother flocko. ASAP Rocky is officially, unofficially bagged up Rihanna, nigga. We got to talk about this. I know I, I know I had heard the rumors before. And when I heard them before, like, this is how I know I respect Rocky and his good bitches game. Because you gotta respect this. When I when I first heard it, I was like, "Sounds legit." Like uh-huh. I didn't I didn't even go look for nothing. I didn't check it or none of that shit. I just heard the rumors. But then I saw the twenty one or ninety nine questions with GQ, which she was asking him. I said, "Oh, that's it." Damn, I saw that before. I saw that like almost months ago, Wes. And I was watching it just as like, "Oh, I wonder what this is about," right? And as I was watching, I was sitting there like scratching my head like. Man, this conversation is awful fucking flirty. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even. Like, they was asking each other simple ass questions. And they was all kiki and yeah. giggling. And I was getting hot watching it. Like, what the fuck is they laughing yeah, at? They damn. tell us what they laughing at. I saw, I saw the rumors before. Like I said, and I believed it when I saw it. Didn't do no research. And then I didn't even watch this GQ joint, fam. But like once I saw they were asking, I said, oh, yeah. That's certain. That's all I need because didn't Janae and uh, Big Sean, Janae and Big Sean have done that? I think Amber and Twenty One did it. Like Nipsey and Lauren London, Nipsey and Lauren London did it. Like, come on, fam, the jig is up. That's official. Listen, I ain't gonna say it didn't have me tight because I ain't that bent over Rihanna, right? Like we all like Rihanna to an extent, but I was just looking like, okay, fam, like what is this, bro? Now here's why I put it on the on the shit uh, on our list to talk about because you know we gotta talk about shit the way we talk about shit. If you Rocky and you bagged Rihanna, of course you don't got a care in the world, right? Because you just bagged Big yeah, Fenty. Bro, that is you a bag Big Fenty. Who that, cares about anything? But do you a, have a conversation? Do you have a conversation with ASAP Ferg about that uh about them lyrics, bro? Which ones? About them best believe me, I see Riri, I'ma eat it like Panini. Like, do y'all have a talk? Nah, hell nah. Just know next time you see Riri, you're gonna see her with me. Like Yeah, just know like whose arm is around her. Like, do you have that talk with your boys? Like, like I don't he, I don't he, I, uh, I, I, I He ain't allowed to crib. <laughs> so Fur can't come over? Nah, bro. He already made it he already made it known. Like, I want that. You gotta Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But who don't want that? That's also what I'm saying. <laughs> this is why I wanted to talk about this. This is why this subject is so difficult, dippable, because right. when you got a bag that you know other niggas want, especially niggas in your circle, you kind of got to like, you got to wear a bit of a cloak. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to put up a little bit of defense. Like, but when it's somebody like Rihanna, who the fuck don't want Rihanna? Like, what if, that's I, like me, first, what if I told you? What if I told you that? I don't want regular Rihanna. I only want Carnival Rihanna. I mean, that's legit as well. Yeah. This see, this is why me and you is relatives, yeah. bro. Carnival thick Rihanna is my favorite Rihanna. When I think of Rihanna, I don't ever think of skinny Rihanna, bad girl, yeah. good girl gone. I don't, want Rihanna. I don't, I don't even think about how she looks today. Yeah. I only think about Carnival Rihanna. Yeah, want I, I don't Rihanna. want an umbrella at all. I think about, I wanted to put seventy pounds back on. I think about the uh, I think about topless Rihanna in the French magazine. That was a good Rihanna. Yeah, I th- matter of fact, that Rihanna still saved in my phone. Yeah, yeah. So, so let me ask y'all this though: Put yourselves in Rocky's shoes. Do y'all have a conversation with Ferg at all? Like seriously, you got to put yourself in Rocky's shoes for a minute and just think about it. You want to keep her? You just got to give him a uh, don't don't say what that shit you? again. 
What but you gonna, don't think Ferg gonna take her though, right? You, like he's pretty flocka. What do you what do you say to your homeboy about the babe that everybody wanted? But like if that's everybody. if that's your if that's your nigga, like I don't I don't understand like if anything, it should just be a look like, hey nigga, you know I got that. Like I don't even I don't even think my like it's a one, we know rap is wrestling, so like it ain't nothing but a line. Like it's a it's a line that everybody thinks, so that is what it is, fam. Like that's what made could, it so cold. Yeah, you could never be able to overstep the boundaries if you know this is really my babe. Like you crazy as shit. So, so Reese, what you think, bro? Like, you're not gonna have a conversation with him, neither. I think that's right. uh, only if I just notice like some weird shit. Like now, this nigga just want to come to the crib all of a sudden, like man, <laughs> yeah, boy, yeah, like yo, yeah. like what you doing this weekend? <laughs> I'm like, bro, if you don't get that shit out of here, like nigga, I know. It. Or like every time, like every time she get up off the couch to go in the kitchen, he need a Capri Sun all of a sudden. Yeah. Like now we gotta like, talk. Nigga, you are not thirsty, dog. This nigga just keeps showing up with knees, uh, shorts above the knees on. Yeah, like, yeah, hey, yeah, man, yeah. why you at my house, bro? Man, what's up with all these sweats you keep wearing, nigga? You ain't never <laughs> no sweats, nigga, before sweats. Yeah. But uh, I normally don't say nothing, like, out the gates. I monitor first. And then when I see weird shit happening, then I'll be like, all right, bro, check this out. Yeah. <laughs> he start acting like a bozo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so then I hit him with the, hey, check this out. And then we got to go check through this it. Out. Hey, what make it so bad though is the ASAP gang, bro. Don't need no more turbulence, bro. None. Like that whole crew, Man. the whole ASAP gang has been on turbulence I was, since Yams died, bro. I, I just no watched a video boring. about them niggas, fam. They don't need no more beef. They don't like, need no beef. They, they need hugs. Actually, they need to hug and make yeah, up, bro. Rock, bro. It's gonna be bad because if Rocky really all the way back, Rihanna, like Tyler the Creator, might be his best man. It might not even be an ASAP you know. nigga up there. Hey, listen, speaking of Tyler, the creator, bro, them two niggas is probably one of the, the, the top two people I like seeing together, bro, because it ain't nothing but they are a great just straight idiot shit going on. Yeah, I like seeing them two together anytime I get them, for sure. I'm with you on that. ASAP Rocky and Tyler, the creator, are a treat. I don't know what you do with that either. Like, if you're a big corporation and you see how people are drawn to them, like, what do you do? You can't give them a show. You don't give them a podcast. Like, I don't even know how you monetize that, but they do have something special. Oh, before we get off the uh, ASAP Rocky and Rihanna thing, there's one more uh, part to this equation, Wes, that I got to tell you about that's like, I think is the best part of the whole shit. So once we got the news that Rocky and Rihanna were officially unofficial now, my guy, Lil Uzi Vert, unfollowed Rihanna on Twitter. He's hurt. Now, why is this a big deal, you Mm -hmm. ask? Rihanna was the only person Lil Uzi Vert was following on Damn. Twitter. <laughs> he wanted her to know he was gone. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Lil Uzi Vert is my nigga, hey, bro. Listen. Hey, that's all oh, time yeah, petty, fam. Yeah, but that's funny. Fam, I know it's a joke. I know it's a joke. I know he's not really that, that salty. But he that that salty, bro. Like you gotta, fam. He unfollowed right. her. Bro. See, and you already know I gave Uzi his flowers here on this podcast because because he deserved them. I'm gonna give them to him again, and I meant to ask you this since we're still kind of on like pop culture music. Should have you listened to the Saint John album? He's on the Saint John album. That's on the reason why I'm bringing it up. I tried it, but I didn't finish it. Is there something there? Do I need to go back? Are Are you trippy reading me? I'm see. I don't think I'm trippy red. Trippy was like a moment where I knew. It was a moment. Yeah. I'm not, even gonna, I'm not even gonna lie. Saint, I, that's how I felt. I listened to Saint John the first couple of times, and I was like, "It's a, it's, it's good." 
I was like, but I just don't know. Fam, I've gone back like a week now later or two weeks later. I've gone back to it several times, bro. And there's a, there's, there's, he got, you know, Freedom is Priceless is on there. He got, uh, the high school sweetheart with Uzi on there. He got some, he got some, like, if you get to listening to your boy for real, for real, in the, in the way that he in them pockets, like, he, he mm. fucking it up. But again, I want to give Uzi his props because I typically don't, like, I didn't listen to the, 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 uh, big Pluto, little Pluto album. With him um, in the future. I, tr- I tried it and it's got a couple bops on there. If we was able to go outside, it would be an outsider. Mm-hmm. Okay, maybe I need to listen to it standing outside or something. But I, I just yeah. I never even I never even press play Don't on let me it. Get standing outside with a walkman in your hand listening to Big Pluto Little Fuck yeah. Like, the, for, and, and real quick, that's one of the worst names to an album ever. Like when I looked at it, I was like, I like future. I like Lil Uzi. Oh man! Like as soon as yeah. I read the title, I got out of there. Bro. I just, I just knew that that, yeah, I just knew that that probably wasn't. Yeah, I knew that that probably just wasn't for me. So I never even pressed play on it. But I, I definitely enjoyed his verse on that album. Um, and you know, if you, if I, I don't even know what mood you need to be in to listen to Saint John. Maybe you kind of need to be in the emo mood because I want to know why Uzi agreed to be Little Pluto. <laughs> you got to think though, Uzi ain't never been given. Uzi has always been a nigga that ain't never gave a fuck what anybody else was talking about, how niggas seen, whether you think he's hard or masculine or not. Uzi don't give a fuck about none of that shit, which is part of why I like Uzi. Like, that nigga will give you the most fem- feminine shoulder shrug and walk away from you. Like, you can ask him in his face, like, bro, why you make that stupid album cover? And that nigga will go and walk away. Like, and I like Uzi. For I that. like Uzi for too. For- Uzi, my dude. Oh, like, ever since I seen the video, with him running up on Rich the Kid and then Rich the Kid being scared of the smallest nigga on, on earth. I love and I was just like, yo, that's hard. Uzi with the shit. That was part of what made me like Uzi too when he walked down Rich I forgot kid. about that. Well, and he had on his head. Yeah. <laughs> and then he got, when he got into like a pink lamb. Yeah, 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 wow. You said something. That was the hardest <laughs> I heard you said something. Fam. And see, it, you know what, fucker, bro? This is the perfect segue into the next thing I kind of wanted to talk about, but since we here now, we got to talk about this because that is part of the reason why niggas get shot, bro, because you can't let this be on camera. Like, I remember watching that video and being like, bro, Rich the Kid got to kill that nigga, bro. Like, you can't let Lil Uzi walk up <laughs> to you with a bunch of walking around after this. Bro, he got on a bunch of loose bracelets and a teddy bear backpack, and he just made you scared for your life, and then just hopped in a pink glamour. Nah, bro, nah, look, he, like, ran into Starbucks and jumped over the counter. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was, bro, that was a wild visual. So, look, this is why I I wanted to bring it up. And I will never listen to a Rich the Kid song after that. Uh, After? You listened to one before? No, but I'm saying if it came on, I would listen to it. But if I see it now, I'm going to turn this shit off. Bro, you can put Rich the Kid and Famous Dex in a two pack of uh shit and toss it out the window, bro. I don't care about neither one of them niggas. But did either of y'all, I know we late now and when we drop, this will be super old news, but fuck it. Y'all ain't hear it from us yet. Did y'all watch the Mike Tyson fight or any of that event? Yes, I did. <laughs> so <laughs> this was uh so I I, th- I think we uh talked about a piece of it last week. We talked about old niggas beating each other up and shit. Um <laughs> That and, was old niggas. And my, beat yeah, each other. and my whole thing was I wasn't about to pay fifty dollars for to watch I'm old so niggas beat each other's up. And that's why I told people that was asking me. They was like, What you not watching the fight? Fam, I'm gonna watch it on YouTube tomorrow morning for free. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. And I did. I watched it the next morning on YouTube for free. All the fights. Like 
full fights. I got to see everything. It was great. Like I can see you, Lil Uzi Vert, shrugging and walking away from you. Flat your out. Flat out. <laughs> but look, this is the only thing I wanted to talk about because it's so old news at this point. We really don't give that much a fuck about it. But this is the only part I want to talk talk about. All of y'all that are perpetuating the Nate Robinson memes and having a field day, like it it was funny. Me and my wife had a good laugh because we watched it that night and we bootlegged it. We didn't pay for it. But we watched it that night and we had a good laugh at Nate Robinson running head first into punches. It was funny. That's what was but funny about it. Here's my issue. And this is what I wanted to talk about here on our platform because, you know, we're all responsible. I got to talk to our audience real quick. Y'all are having too much fun with this one meme. Like, niggas have been going on and on and on on Nate Robinson for getting into the ring and getting knocked out. It's been a whole week later, which is an eternity on the internet. And niggas yes. are still making jokes. Bro. And the only, only thing I wanted to say on this is this is exactly why niggas get shot. This is why nobody can take a loss. Like, we wonder all the time, like, I don't understand why niggas don't just fist fight. All you got to do is just take the loss. This is why, bro. How you going to come back outside, nigga? Look, they making fun of you, nigga. What you going to do? White boy wearing his jersey on Instagram and shit. Like, bro, this is why you got to kill that. Was that really after the fight or was that, did they find an old picture from when he did that shit? That's a good question. You know know. what I'm saying? I think it was an old picture because I didn't even, I don't even think old boy would have did that because that wasn't even the spirit that he was giving off afterwards for real, for real. Like he was trying to clown old boy. But like, again, what you see in everybody in the one meme, like that's a, that's the uh, example of groupthink, bro. And that's like, the personification of motherfuckers stealing memes and typing them out and reposting them. Like I didn't see it in the meme. Like what is <laughs> wrong with you? Hey, uh, like, my main question is, is why nobody spotted this in training? <laughs> For sure. Well, all I kept saying tonight up is because listen, we, I feel like we've all been close enough to boxing to understand that you can train all day long, but when you get in that ring, they, there does a whole big saying about it. Everybody got a plan so they get punched in the mouth, right? We've heard it a million times. So it's not unheard of. You can go to the Golden Clubs. I'm sure he got this. punched in sparring. Yeah, but it's different when the adrenaline pumping and this is everything you train for. Like, again, if y'all thought Nate Robinson was funny, then just go to the Golden Clubs. You'll see it a million times. Uh, cousin Tone, shout out cousin Tone. He has been there. I have watched my cousin in Golden Gloves with gloves on training. We know he's cold. Get in the ring, get hit, and then now he's like literally running. Escape back. Uh, <laughs> uh, I seen the video like, too. He showed me that too. Yeah, and that's not even when you're trying to clown my family. Like the ring will do that to you. You see what I'm saying? Like you have to learn. There's a lot of experience that comes with even just setting your feet and learning how to take a punch and not going into flight mode. Mm-hmm. So everybody's having a field day on Twitter and having a good laugh, which, again, it's funny. I get it. Jokes are funny. But this is why niggas get shot, bro. Like, you can't even lose in a ring no more. That's where you're supposed to lose. Where you're supposed to lose. I mean, but... That should be the one place where you can safely lose. I see, like, this This might be the wrong uh, podcast to, to, to get your news in this realm from, but, like... How did this even come about? Like, I, you know, I know very little about Jake Paul. I know he's been in the ring before. I know, you know, just from this past week and, you know, reading up. And I think I've even seen it before where he actually does want to fight. So this nigga actually be training to fight. Like, he be breaking motherfuckers' nose. Like, he actually be boxing, boxer training for real, for real. Like, so this is what he wants to do. And he just using a whole bunch of you famous motherfuckers to build up a card along the way. So from, um, from what I know, he, uh, fought somebody and then after that fight nate robinson came out of nowhere and was like 
yo, why don't you fight somebody athletic? I can jump. Yeah, yeah. It all it, it came from social media. Like they was talking shit back and forth on so, social media, and then they was like, "Fuck it, set it up." If I'm not mistaken, wasn't this supposed to be an undercard on the Chris Brown Soldier Boy? Oh fight? Lord, I hope not. No, I yet. still want to see like that. I feel like we was talking about this when they were supposed to fight. It was supposed to be that undercard on that, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I don't know. That sounds like a while. Yeah, that's a long time ago. But yeah, I mean, we don't care about this either way. This is old news already. We only halfway care. But I just had to make that point. Like, this is why niggas get shot. That's all. True. Yeah, I'm trying to. I'm still just trying to figure out why Nate was in the ring with this nigga, man. Like, <laughs> he, definitely he did not look like he wanted to be there. Oh man. Like he looked like at times he was looking for a door in a boxing ring. Like boxing rings don't have doors. He looked like he was looking for a door. It was so weird, bro. It was so weird. Fam, I we we got it. We got to we got to utilize Reese, bro, before it gets too late in this podcast because time is just for Oh shit. I was still laughing at Nate's head, bro. <laughs> just <laughs> flopping everywhere when he get bunched, bro. So, okay, I, I don't even know how to set this up. I want to be gentle because this is really not a laughing matter. It's legit one of my, like, biggest fears in the world. Yeah, like, I talk about this regularly enough to where everybody that listens to this podcast knows I'm super scared. Mm-hmm. Oh, Same. Reese, what the fuck? Like, okay, I've never been arrested or detained before. Okay. Like, never. So, like, okay, first, my first question is, when you're, like, Okay, say it's a pullover situation and you have been pulled over. Everybody gets scared when they get pulled over, right? Like you, your mind starts flashing like, oh shit, I don't want to go to jail. Not, not everybody. Not everybody. Yeah. No, okay. Everybody <laughs> that listens to this show, I like it. You're right. Everybody that listens to this show and, and looks like us is terrified when they go over by the police. And we, our minds all go through the, I don't want to go to jail. Oh my God, this could change my life. They could impound my car. My life could be changed forever if this goes bad. And for me, my personal experience has been, I've gotten off every time. You know what I'm saying? I've always been terrified, but they've always let me go. Like I've been pulled over with no license before and they let me go like several times. Wow. You know what I'm saying? That's so amazing. I have never been, I know I've never been unfortunate enough for this routine pullover to them be like, step out the car and then they say turn around because i feel like if they said step out the car and i stepped out the car i would already be scared that they said step out the car right but if they said turn around once both my feet got out the car and i heard (laughs) i feel like i would sit on myself right there bro like what is that please talk me through what those emotions are like when you turn around do you immediately just start trying to explain like what happens, bro? Man, uh, I don't explain. I just say here. He said, I don't here, here we go again. <laughs> that, okay, I'm only laughing because you're my nigga. You know, I'm not laughing at you. But that, bro, that's got to be like the worst. I, I, fucking I, I lied to you, cat. I do explain. This is what I explain to them. Every time that I'm about to get handcuffed, I have to tell them that. You can see I'm I'm a Hawaii dude, and right, and that my, and that my arms don't bend like that. So I tell them I'm not resisting. I just don't bend <laughs> like that. See, I'm laughing, but that's such, bro. That is scary as fuck, bro. Because imagine, like, I've been roughed up this, over that. This is, why, this is why jokes are important, right? Because at the top of the show, 
Wes made a joke of how wise you are. Like, bro, you look like a football coach. Just <laughs> Reese's bill could get him killed in a regular routine <laughs> stop. Like, bro, if the police was like Anthony and a little too nervous to try to apprehend Reese and it felt like he was struggling, like, bro, one of my closest niggas in this world could be out of here one fall. Yeah, if Reese sneezed while they trying to pull him one way, like, it could end bad. Yeah, so it's after after, after it happened the first time, I remember it was on High and Hudson. I got pulled over. Nigga pulled me out. He looking through the car. He see my lunch, like, in a, a Kroger bag. He's like, what's this? Like, you see Tupperware in a Kroger bag. Like, what's this? I'm like, that's my lunch. Right? <laughs> yeah, like, that's my lunch. And I'm, looking like, nigga. I'm looking like, man, what the fuck is wrong with this nigga, man? Like, that's what, what is he? Like, what, like, what is he doing? And then I'm asking me about, then, look, asking me about my Salisbury steak? Yeah, and then, look, y'all can see it right here. You know, the little oils, the colognes? Yeah. Look, so... He pat me down. He pulled the oils out of my pocket. He's like, what's this? I'm like, it's cologne. He's like, why you got that for? And I was like, do you want to stink? Right. <laughs> so look, check it, right? It was a female officer over there, and she started laughing at him. <laughs> oh, oh, wait. This could, either, this could either help you. Or ensure you're going to jail. Oh, uh, yeah. I was halfway there, so she intervened. If this, if this cop was the type to unfollow Rihanna, you're going to jail. Yeah. Right. So when she started laughing at him, niggas started trying to rough me up. And I'm like, yo, don't even work like that. <laughs> See, like when I get cuffed, <laughs> look, like when I get cuffed, I always ask for the link. I always ask for the double. Wait, stop, 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 stop. The fact that you know what their equipment is called. Prayers up for my nigga. Y'all. I know it. Like, I know what you mean. Bullshit. You gotta, I gotta, so be, you gotta, I gotta give me the, two pair of hands. Yeah, I gotta get the two pair because the one pair don't work. Listen to how we live, man. Dylan, I hope you hear this episode, Let's man. You see what we this is how it. bad it is, right? So, the, like, the first time they did that shit, and I got like, a big ass wrist too, so I only get one clink, bro. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> so. By the time, look, by the time we got to the county, by the look, no, by the time we got to the county, my whole shit was purple and they thought I needed like medical and they almost didn't even take me to jail. Like they wouldn't accept me because my shit was fucked up. Yeah, it was like, uh, was that the kind of like, uh, what are we going to do with purple hands? Yeah, like, we got to take him to Grant. Are we going to process purple hands? Time out. I really want to say, because I'm over here halfway (laughs) in tears, and I want to let the audience, I I am not laughing at Reese. Again, moments are not funny. Stories are hilarious. Here we go. We got to change the name of the podcast. Or something. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. So what did they end up doing? Uh, They struggled to get my fingerprints because they couldn't, like, my shit was, like, fucked up. Like, it was (laughs) fucked Now your fingers are swollen up from no yeah, circulation. So if I commit a crime, I might could get away with it because those ain't my fingerprints. They was looking real that weird. Me. <laughs> That's tight. They put them on real raw. They was working my shit. I was like, Ugh. <laughs> damn. But now, yeah. so okay. After that, what what do they do? Because seriously, I want to know. Like I've never been through this. So after they fingerprint you, like they they give you like the little <laughs> the the top of the shoe box with the numbers on it to take the picture with, or what? <laughs> is, that not, is that not a shoe box though? All right, bro. Right. This how you know niggas they ain't never been to jail. Oh, bro. I, I, been to jail, bro. No, I, I never, I never had to hold up the number, bro. 
So do they hand you an etch a sketch? Whoa! They don't make you hold the number. Nah, they don't make nah, you hold nah. the etch a sketch, fam. They don't make you type your name in that motherfucker and hold it up. Nah, 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 nah. They put that joint. So they just put that on. The, they put that on the picture, but the, you don't you don't hold it up. I ain't never had to hold it up. That might have been like old school. Nigga, Darkwing Duck been lying to me this whole time. That's stupid. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. It's good to know. Then, like, well, it'd be different between a county and a workhouse. When you go to the workhouse, it's hilarious because, like, niggas always got to uh, tough up before they go in there. So, so you can just be chilling, like, uh, waiting to get uh, processed and shit. And I remember the last time I was there, like, dude was just like, he was going at it. Like, I heard this nigga, like, talking for like, a whole day because we was in what he was psyching himself up yeah he was psyching himself up and then uh i was in the county with him before we went to the uh workhouse and um you know before we went to court and then got shipped off to the workhouse so nigga was in the county all day like man just talking all kind of shit like man you know oh yeah the bike week i was in detroit yeah man <laughs> you know what i said oh you know uh Crazy Larry, yeah, we used to run together. Yeah, on a line up his oh, rep, man. Like, he was lined man. up his what? rep, bro. Man, he had wild stories, bro. We got to the workhouse, and then uh, we ended up going into the pod together. And like, he seen somebody he knew, and he was just still running his mouth, and dude wasn't having it. Told that nigga to shut up. <laughs> hey, dude that he knew dude that he knew he's like man it's like shut the fuck up man listen cat the nigga turned around got on the top bunk and I ain't hear that nigga the rest of the time I was there <laughs> I ain't hear that nigga for the whole weekend see that gotta be that nervous energy I don't even think man, he woke up for the rest of the weekend he was sick that had to be nervous energy man he was on his Nate Robinson bro like that nigga probably was so psyched out like me, scared of jail and shit, that he just was like, I got to do something, I got to do something. Like, there's no way, bro, he thought that that was working. He probably just was nervous as fuck. Hey, the, and, and the last time I went, bro, like, this was hilarious. Never forget it. Some of the funniest shit ever. Like, dude was just like, I was just sitting out there. He was out there, too. He trying to tell me, like, yeah, man, I got to do six months, man. You know, DUI shit, whatever. I was just doing the weekend. I chose the weekend or for whatever. And uh, so he's talking all this shit. Take me to jail. Nigga sound like Chris Tucker. He he talking to the uh one of the depths up front, like, man, what y'all doing? Why y'all taking so long, man? Like, process me. Like, I'm trying to get back to the pod. What niggas in the rest to get back? I'm trying to get back there, nigga. I got my names on the dominoes. Yeah. I need my stuff. Yeah, so he going like nuts and i'm like why do i gotta be stuck with this nigga man so we both go back get processed you know they back there doing our fucking vitals and blood pressure and shit and uh they like uh sir are you under the influence like yeah i've been drinking a day blah 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 <laughs> like you know what i'm saying like he's just going nuts like just just wild shit like why y'all playing i gotta do six months anyway just take me to jail man I'm like, what is wrong with this nigga, bro? Like, just shut up. Trying to accelerate the process, bro. Like, you got to be yeah. a stone cold. So the, the nigga is just, like, confiding in me, telling everything. Like, I know about this nigga's kids, all this shit. Like, he get told me he got to do six months, and his mom got to watch the kids. His baby mama, 
likes to smoke weed, like all this shit, bro. You know, so after we get through this whole processing, bro, we get in the pot, man. I'll go straight to a bunk, get her a little rack. So he tried to go to a rack and then dude, like, nah, that's where I put my clothes. <laughs> hey, look, right? So he probably hey, not where not where he lays his body. This is where I put yeah, my slacks. Yeah, this is where I put my uh wet tees. Like <laughs> yeah, so he was like once again, nigga was out there talking like he was fucking ravishing Rick Rude, bro. Like he was going nuts, went in there, sent that nigga straight to the floor, bro. He went to the little day room part where the TV is and the little fucking picnic tables to put his little mat right on the floor and laid down. I said, oh, I said, bro, so you, you don't want to rack? Like, <laughs> on the floor, my G? Like, on the, on the fresh end? Like, That's would, you, would, you, would you have fought a nigga for a rack just for the weekend, Reese? For the weekend? Hell no. I was going to say, see, this is why you my nigga. Because as you're about to answer, I'm thinking to myself, like, I only got a couple for the weekend. Listen, nah. but like, nah, this is one of the kickers, right? So niggas is playing like uh, spades or something like that. And uh, contrary to popular belief, niggas suck at cards in jail. <laughs> I've seen right. some of the weirdest shit going on. So do get on the table, right? So remember, uh, he was told me his whole life story. And then somebody was like, how long, uh, how much you got? So this nigga got his cards in his hand. This nigga like this, he said, my mom said, never tell somebody how much time you got. <laughs> <laughs> I said, bro, we are in the workhouse. This is not the joint, bro. We are not in the clink. Settle down, buddy. But he, but he said his mom told him yeah. that. Right. With his cards. That's mom, the- mom, mom told <laughs> me never, never tell somebody how much time you That's- got. That that's the name he decided to drop in the joint. I'm like, bro, you got, bro, say, bro you you got six months. You already told me, bro. What is what did you talking about? <laughs> wait, wait, shut up. So, why would you? Why would you let your? Why would you let your nerves get that heightened and accelerated, bro? For that stay, bro. Like he had to been as scared as me. I don't, he, like, I don't he, think he I was scared. Hey, the nigga asked me. The nigga said, "How much time you got?" I said, "I'm here for the weekend. Don't fuck with me. Y'all, y'all can have all this shit when I leave." That's yeah, exactly what I said. What what's your advice for somebody who got to go to jail for the first time? There you go. That's scared. That's scared. not me. I'm for a friend for my cousin. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Uh, my advice is: what if you're going to, what if you're going to jail and you're scared for the first time in a small town that you just moved to? Don't be. Don't, don't be scared. Don't be. Unless you in a uh, unless you in a felony tank, <laughs> to be scared. Yeah, if you wanted to misdemeanor tanks, go ahead, live your life. <laughs> so how many, how many times should I ask? Y'all not putting me in a felony tank, are y'all? Before I start getting so on this, this is a room over in the misdemeanor tank, right? You said what? But this is I said the, this, this is a room over in the misdemeanor times? tank, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going over right. there. Overcrowded in the felony. Like I'll just go here if y'all need me to. How many times before I irritate people can I ask? Like, this is just a weekend stop, right? Like, I'm just this is the temp stay, right? Like, this is not where the long term niggas be at, right? Yeah, man, you make sure because be like, there's like I've heard real war stories, like, like you know, the felony take with all the 
fucking murderers and all the other shit be happening. That niggas just shooting at everybody, all that shit, right? So a lot of gang members. So if you go in there, like there's been stories to where you go in and whoever run that pod, like you walk in and you know, once the depths close the doors, like he'll just he'll just escort yeah, you. Nah, he'll just assign somebody to fight you. And you gotta fight and you gotta prove. Yeah, you gotta prove yourself so. coming through the door. That won't that won't bless him out of his chair. Wait, wait, what? Nigga, I'm, I'm passing out as soon as the door closed. Kaching you. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you gotta you gotta square up. Oh my not I'm done. Not out the gates, but in the gates. As soon as you as soon as it closed, yeah, they I, like, yo, you, you. You just gotta go ahead and prove it right there. See, you know what's wild though is when it comes to like me being scared of jail, I'm scared of the like the uncertainty of it. Like if you told me ahead of time, like, hey fam, at this jail right here, they make you fight off dribble. <laughs> I wouldn't be scared of that. Like I would just be preparing my hands. Like, you know, in your mind how you gotta go through, like, I usually just lead I lead with my left and then I can come with the hook. Like I would I would just start prepping. I wouldn't be scared of the fight. It's the uncertainty that scares me of jail. Of not knowing what kind of jail I'm heading into. Yeah, unless you got a killer that went to jail on a misdemeanor, <laughs> and you in the misdemeanor take. Most of the time, you don't got nothing to worry about. You can just get your little time in and get out of there. Cat, tell me how excited you would be if you had to go in on the felony tank, uh-huh. and you seen one of your homies, and one of my homies was that nigga in there. Yeah. I would immediately turn into Mr. Funny Guy at a tank. I would immediately be on. I would be Mr. Showtime cracking jokes all the time. Like I would be, I would immediately start thinking like, okay, my nigga runs this bitch. Nobody don't fuck with him. So he's going to make sure no, nobody don't fuck with me. So I'm just going to make sure everybody in here is having as good a time as possible. So I'm, I'm a, a good time guy. Yeah. I'm going to be Mr. Funny, bro. I'm going to be Mr. Funny Guy. <laughs> of course, until I get onto niggas nerves. If they don't think my jokes are funny, then I'll chill. <laughs> Chill out. Uh, I guess this is the time where we go through the rapid fire and get these up out of here, yeah? Legit. Uh, Okay, rapid fire segment. I got this written down, bro, and I don't know where this is going, but uh, the the actress that played uh, Pocahontas in the Disney movies, her name is uh, Irene uh, Bedard. Fam, she has been arrested two times in three days for public intoxication, bro. Like when you Why? say when you say played Pocahontas, like is this the the voiced Pocahontas? Oh, from Disney. like back in the day, the Native American. Now, why does she want to live like that and perpetuate stereotypes? How old is she? You want to know what it sounds like to me? I saw a picture of her, and she looks like she's thirty five, but she got to be fifty six or something, bro. But you know, Native Native Americans age well, so I couldn't tell from the picture. True. You want to know? But why does she got to perpetuate stereotypes, bro? You know, Native Americans got drinking problems. Why does she got to be out here like this? And what the fuck is Mr. Disney going to do about this? Look, they just got to change it from Pocahontas to drunken hot ass. <laughs> kind of sound the same, right? I mean, hey, if you say it fast enough, I'm sure that'll work. Yeah, Can sure. you imagine trying to put that drunk bitch on the Disney on ice? Bro, <laughs> <fall>? <laughs> Jesus Christ, bro. Uh, I got another one too, man. Uh, you'll like this one, Reese. Uh, found out uh, they have Marshawn Lynch on uh, Peyton's Corner 
Uh, Peyton Manning got his little uh, show that he doing ESPN Plus. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm a big fan of Marshawn Lynch. I know you fuck with Marshawn Lynch, Reese. I don't know how you feel about Marshawn West. He likes Skittles, so I like him. And, and he he is definitely he's definitely one of those people in the culture that like I sometimes don't feel like we deserve him, bro. Like Marshawn Lynch is such a real nigga. The NFL don't deserve Marshawn Lynch. But he was talking to Peyton Manning of all people, right? Like Peyton Manning is the golden child of the NFL. Like big head Peyton Manning, they love him. He is football royalty. <laughs> and he was in the conversation with Peyton Manning talking to him about like how he used to go beast mode and how he used to be so dope. This nigga Marshawn tells Peyton Manning on the cameras, yeah, bro, I used to take a couple shots of Henny before the game. So I used to- <laughs> My nigga. He used to take shots of Henny, bro. And somehow, <laughs> somehow the way Marshawn Lynch used to play, it all makes sense, bro. Like now, now that beast mode run where he broke like 16 tackles, all that shit adds Tennessee, up. It, baby. Checks out. it checks out, bro. Can That's you imagine? Liquor. Marshawn Lynch with them thick ass thighs coming at you full speed off the henny. No, I ain't Yikes. fucking with that, bro. I'm not tackling that nigga, man. Hell no, nah. bro. Can you imagine like being out there on a full fledged NFL game, getting paid millions of dollars in a playoff game, and a nigga comes right at you, right? He trucks you, knocks you over while you're trying to tackle him, and as you're getting up off the turf, you smell Henny. <laughs> you're right. Like, what the fuck is wrong with this nigga? And then you see him stiff arm seven other niggas down the field. Like, what the and fuck? You can smell Henny. I know. Because you know, niggas know what Henny smells like, and then niggas know what it smells like when Henny's coming out of your pores. Get back in the I'm talking about the latter. <laughs> get back in the huddle with your teammates, like, hey, yo, I think that nigga drunk. I've done it before. <laughs> Word. Play for- Does it make. It- but that's got to make it better, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. But you can't drink too much and be like Claret. You just no, get you a couple never. shots, motherfucking blood start flowing, and you, you hype. Feel like you're in the middle of the club, but you want to feel. For sure, for Cold sure. Whole locker room back there passing around the bottle before the game. That got to be – I feel like that's what the NFL had to be like in, like, the late 80s. Probably. Bro, when, all the, when all the players had hard bodies with no edge-ups, mm-hmm. I feel like that shit always smelled like steel reserve in there. Why they didn't have no edge ups back in the day? <laughs> Barber school didn't when did, come out. When did they invent edge ups? That's what I was about to say. When did they invent edge ups, bro? I was gonna say, you know, edges are like a newer invention, right? Like Nigga, edges no. didn't always exist. No, bro. I'm yeah. so glad I was born back when I was in the born. Days, me too. Back in the '80s and shit, when niggas used to wear like Adidas tracksuits, they only had Andis Masters, the silver ones that yeah. you see barbers cut hair with, like. The Fade Masters and all of that shit and Andis. None of that shit wasn't out. Niggas was doing everything with Masters. Shout oh. out to my homie. Shout out to the homie Amron, bro. Listen, I got a homeboy I went to uh went to barber school with. He was the man back in the 80s. I'm talking about like this nigga. He still got Jordans in his attic from when they originally released in the 90s. He was that kind of nigga, right? Mm-hmm. He used to fuck with Wu-Tang back in the day when they used to come through Steubenville. So he would be back and forth from Ohio to New York and shit. Fam showed me a picture of him giving, was it like Raekwon a fade and a part with only the masters, bro. No edgers. He used one clipper for the whole haircut. Yeah, that nigga hard. He was a real nigga, bro. So uh, <laughs> shout out to him, man. I don't know if he would ever hear this, bro. Shout out to Armand. That nigga was the coldest nigga in the world, bro. But I love running into old school niggas that just been that nigga for so long. They don't even know how not to be that nigga. It's incredible. It's incredible. But uh, I think that's all I got for the quick hitters, man, unless you want to talk about uh, London on the track and Summer Walker. 
what is there to talk about? You didn't see what was going on with them? I mean, I know she's pregnant. She's pregnant, so I think uh, they're not going to cancel us for me saying that because she's pregnant, she's mad, right? Like, that's a fact of life. That's science, right? Yeah, I did see some joints yeah, where she acted like she was mad. mad. Yeah, so she's she mad because she's pregnant, or she's just well, she's like, mad at London. Mad. Okay, yeah, she was like she's on some at- I got I got trapped up type shit. Mm. Yeah, and she went to the social medias to talk crazy about that nigga. Like he ain't shit. He don't take care of none of his kids. He a mm. deadbeat ass nigga. I've been trying to get him to see his kids. He don't want to see him. So I guess here I am, pregnant by another nothing ass nigga. And I just was looking like okay. Since I've known who Summer Walker is as an artist, she's been talking shit about London. And here we go again. And it just like, for me, at what point do you just stop telling us about it? Like, didn't we say this about Cardi B? Like, we stop did. telling us We it. did. And yeah, that I don't, don't I, I guess in my brand, like I say, because I didn't know anything about it. So when I'm listening to you say it right now, it's like, well, sis, if you knew all of this, why was you fucking with your boy? And especially this why was you like- why would you let him shoot the club up? Like you just as foul as he is. Most women. Um, but then they be like, uh, you know what? I mean, we know that. <laughs> but can we say that? No. Uh, take it back. All right. This has uh, been, been another episode of the Nifton Butter Program, man. We appreciate y'all joining us. Before let's I even bleep. Bleep. Let's give me the bleep. Push the button. Reese, man, we appreciate you joining us for this episode, man. It's been a real fucking pleasure, bro. You my nigga. Thank I'm you. glad you was able to out. We got you together, man. This has been fun. I enjoyed it. My name is Kat. You can check me out on catincrunch.com or like Wes says at the top of the show, more importantly here, man, we appreciate y'all fucking with us. The numbers have been going swimmingly. The turnout has been going swimmingly. I can't believe y'all fuck with it, but I am super thankful, man. I just want to say uh it's been a great ride man i'm talking like it's over but uh i appreciate y'all fucking with the show for sure no doubt for sure for sure want to uh piggyback on 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 uh on the end of cat uh, and thank reese for joining us here on the episode here today uh as well as happy birthday to my cousin Braylon. i know he's listening to this shit so uh happy birthday to you nigga um Nonetheless, it's your boy, West No T, aka Elmer Young. You play a pod in the PODNA, uh, your favorite unreleased retired rapper, at Forever Young 89 on Instagram. Fuck with me though. Yes, sir. Like I say each and every week, please check up on your strong friends, man. You never know if them niggas finally back their dream, babe, and now they got to bring her around the homies, and you already know that's not going to go good. It's not going to be good at all. And this week, I'm, I'm just going to insert a little Uzi Vert shrug in there. <laughs> yes, sir. Reese, you got anything for us before we get out of here? Uh, nah, man. Thanks for having me. Uh, it was great. Uh, don't find me anywhere because I got. Uh, <laughs> yeah, don't look for me on the social. Don't find me. I got. I got a girl and a kid, and I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate y'all, man. We'll catch y'all niggas next week. Come on, baby. Let's go get dipped. <laughs>